Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. I'm Devin Kadiyama, and you're listening to The Bay. Local news to keep you rooted. The Taliban takeover of Afghanistan has been hard to watch, especially for Afghans and Afghan-Americans here in the Bay Area, many of whom still have friends and family in the country. And for the people who resettle refugees, there's a big sense of urgency as they try to help Afghan families get here as soon as possible. For past two weeks, many families from Afghanistan from here, um, reaching out not just to me, to our board members, to our headquarters, and they are uh, just uh, pleading for help. Today, the push to resettle Afghan refugees here in the Bay Area. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Randa Abdel-Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. On Tuesday, we spoke with Fauzia Hazizi, Director of Refugee Services for Jewish Family and Community Services East Bay. The organization helps resettle refugees in Alameda and Contra Costa counties. They do everything from finding housing to airport pickups to helping access health services. Really, just anything people need to adjust to life in the Bay when they first get here. Most of the refugees JFCS works with in Afghanistan provided support for U.S. personnel. And the pace really picked up in the first two weeks of August. Of course, we didn't anticipate that turnaround be so quick and fast. 
we thought that we might get more uh, refugees and we have to be kind of prepared for them. And then, of course, over the weekend, the Taliban took over leadership of, of the country, and including the capital city in Kabul. And so that fast turnaround really started, I imagine, the past few days. So what have the last few days just been like for you and the organization? Uh, it was something that we didn't anticipate as an organization. And personally, since I am from Afghanistan, it was extremely emotional because uh, I have immediate family members back home. As a person who is leading a program, I have to be strong for the team. And at the same time, uh, the emotions. Yeah. People of Afghanistan experience barbaric acts by the name of war. The families that uh, we got, they are terrified, they are upset, and they left their loved ones behind and they don't know if they ever will be able to meet them again. Have you been in contact with your friends and family in Afghanistan? Uh, yes, uh, we have been in contact with friends and families. The situation is a little bit calmer right now, but you saw the images. Yeah. It's a lot of chaos in the ground and uh, people are desperate. Um, they're trying to get out of the country, but unfortunately, a lot of them does not have many choices. Are people trying to contact you directly saying, you know, can you help us leave or can you get us a U.S. flight right oh, now? Oh, yes. Yes. For past two weeks, many families from Afghanistan, from here, reaching out not just to me, to our board members, to our headquarters, and they are just pleading for help. Please help. Our family is in an extremely bad situation. They will kill us. Of course, we provide guidelines for them, guidance, how to start the process. This is the information. This is um, how you can start the process. But we as an organization, as a resettlement organization, there is not much we can do. Well, let's actually talk a little bit more about what happens now, because in the statement that you wrote on the JFCS website a few days ago, you mentioned you know, how your organization has already helped six families relocate to the East Bay, and you're expecting to resettle 60 more by the end of the month. Is that still the plan? And is there anything else you can share about how that process is going or will go? The confirmed travels that we had through regular flights, all of those flights has been canceled. And that's because of what's been happening over the past few days. Because yes, no fl regular flights are allowed to take off from the Kabul airport. The only flights that are able to fly from there is the military uh, cargo flights. The only hope that I have that it might for the military cargoes to transport those folks. And then the allocation start afterwards and they will send it to local affiliates. If we would have get three, four families per week, probably it would have been now it would be 10 families or 15 families per week. I had a family that I assured uh, personally at eight o'clock in the night, the next day they were arriving at the San Francisco airport during the weekend. What role do you want the government to play, whether it's you know federal, state, or even local politicians and government? 
First of all, they have to make sure that they are uh, getting those families out uh, of the country. That's the priority should be. And secondly, it should happen faster and quicker. It's a risk for each family that they are staying there. And also, um, I think it should be a better process. I would say if they can stay on those military bases for a little bit longer time, like two weeks or two, three weeks, while we are assuring their case, that will give the um, local affiliates to kind of be able to secure the housing, furnish the apartment, and make sure that all the safety concerns and everything has been taken care of. At this point, I think all the providers who is involved in a resettlement process from the health ministry people and from the social service administration, from social security administration, they all should kind of have an expedite process for uh, their benefits, for their documents, and making sure that all the clerks and everybody is well uh, oriented about this process because most of those families are now coming without visa as a Peruli status. So it's really important for, for providers who are working on ground and local level, they should be well oriented about the status, about the process, and make sure that the resettlement process will be as smooth as possible for those families because resettlement by itself is extremely overwhelming process. It's a culture shock. It's a language barrier. There are so many challenges that our new families are facing when they come to the country. How can people all over the Bay Area help? What is the, the, the thing that's most vital to your organizations like yours right now? Housing is a main, main challenge for us. I just want to request the landlords, the private house owners, to please excuse our client from the requirement that they have for a new renters, mm. three times of income, long history of working, are extremely difficult for any of our refugee client to meet. At this point, any support will be more than welcome. Car seats, diaper drives, backpack drives, hygiene kids drive, to-go back drives, so any support, a small, big, uh, will be greatly appreciated. Um, but housing is our main, main issue. What do you want people here in the Bay Area to understand about this moment that everybody's seeing play out on the news? As a person from that country, one thing I want to say that what you're seeing in the media is not even 5% of what's really happening in this country. There are so many security issues, people's lives are in risk. For the folks that they are coming, the frustration level is really high. So we just want our community to understand that these folks suffered already a lot and they should be welcome, and they should be treated as an any normal human being. Of course, uh, there are some uh, people that are not really a fond of uh, immigrants and refugees, especially Muslim refugees. 
let's not forget the damages that the former administration made to the refugee pro uh, programs. Those damages are so deep that it will take years. So it's really important to respect and try to understand. Let these people to be part of this country and let them uh, to make that home much more beautiful for themselves and for the future of their children. On Tuesday, the Biden administration announced that Hamid Karzai International Airport in Kabul is open for military flights and limited commercial flights. They also said the U.S. military will pick up the pace of evacuating people out of Afghanistan. But it's not yet clear how easy it will be for Afghans located outside the airport to actually get there safely. Thanks to Fauzia Hazizi, Director of Refugee Services for Jewish Family and Community Services East Bay. There's a link in our show notes that will connect you with some of the volunteer or donating opportunities that Fauzia talked about. This episode was mixed and edited by Christopher Beal and Alan Montesilio. We get help each week from Issa Mendoza. The Bay is produced by your local public media station, KQED. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it from us to you. Talk to you later. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.